Hello, and welcome back to Dinner and a Show, the podcast where we talk about good food with good friends and possibly good media, depending on the show. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Tom Bland, and with me today I have Ben and Carrie. Hi. Hi. Uh, the food we got today was from Panchitos Taqueria, as its name suggests. It's a local burrito slash taco place. And the film we saw was Girl on the Third Floor. Uh, we'll start off with the food. Uh, I went with the giant supersized steak burrito. I had, uh, what did I have? Ground beef giant burrito, whatever they call it. <laughs> it was delicious. And I'm have Ben say what mine is because I don't speak Spanish well. Oh, uh, the chicken platos. Thank yes. you. Um, pretty reasonably priced, and the portions are gigantic. I was very happy with my, uh gigantic burrito it was just too much just the, <laughs> just the perfect amount of too much you can overindulge without feeling yeah. too bad about yourself yeah like i i finished it and it was one of those where i was like i think i can finish this and then i did and any more and i would not have been able to finish it and i would have you know yeah, mine was good too. I had the most expensive out of all three of us, but it's going to last me for like three meals. So yeah. when you break it down, it's like $5. Of, of yeah, that's pretty good. So It was like uh, a gigantic tub of yes. food that you got with like two... like it's uh, an, Yeah, two, it was an entire styrofoam container. Yeah, and two giant tortillas. It was pretty heavy. And yeah. those were the biggest tortillas I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they were bigger than... The, like the plate had like uh, like maybe two inches of diameter extra yeah. over yeah. the plate. It was yeah. humongous. Yes. Um, you gotta mention their breakfast because okay, yes. the whole time oh, we were eating, God. Tom just kept talking about how good their so breakfast. I is. work overnights, <laughs> so I work from eight p.m. to seven a.m. And luckily, on weekdays, Ponchitos opens at seven a.m. So every now and again, after work, we'll go get one. And the breakfast burrito, which is the size of the super burrito, which is the size of your forearm and maybe then some, uh, is seven dollars. And I always go with the bacon breakfast burrito, which is also stuffed with home fries. Um, uh, jalapenos, peppers, um, rice. You, you can do cheese and eggs. I don't do cheese and eggs because they just, I, I don't know, not really a cheese and eggs person. And sriracha and hot sauce, which is oh, so good. This restaurant's going to be a problem. <laughs> it's going to be a problem for me. Yeah. And they're on Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the real problem. Is If it was just a restaurant, you could be like, well, when am I ever really going to be downtown aside from work? And I, you know, but yeah. no, you can get that at the drop of a hat. Yeah, that was amazing. I think that was actually the first time that I've actually had Panchitos. I've been around other people having Panchitos, and they're like, you gotta get Panchitos. And I was like, <laughs> someday. And that day has come, and it was a good day. See, I am introducing very good things into your life, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, problematic things. <laughs> I, I understand. Because I, I didn't quite finish my steak burrito, which was fantastic. Um, but the, the bacon breakfast burrito, I, I look at it and go, okay, I can eat half of this now and I'll have half when I wake up for lunch. Mm -hmm. Never happened. I have eaten the entire thing in one sitting every time. I would like to say that Tom looked very defeated. Like, oh, I've never so seen a person look like a deflated balloon until that moment where he just looked at his steak burrito and was like, I can't. I, I could tell. I was teetering. I was full. I saw that for a second. You were like, I'm thinking, I'm... Yeah. Yep. I'm like on that, I'm on the fence of full and almost uncomfortably full and I know if I like finish this I probably could have but I would have just been like for the whole movie just cradling my stomach <laughs> laying on my bed watching the, the movie and I, I didn't want to yeah. do that to myself but the long and the short of it is Panchitos is amazing and the food sizes are ridiculous the food is, is the food itself is delicious and if you go in restaurant 
I mean, I don't think I've ever had to wait for my burrito longer than three minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty I, quick. I definitely just feel like I'm not going to find Chipotle satisfying ever again. They have a gringo section that they has... Right. Uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper wings? Dr. Pepper wings. I was tempted, <laughs> but I'm gringo enough, so I decided to go with the other thing. Perfect. <laughs> All right, well, uh, the, next on to the movie, which was Girl on the Third Floor, which is a uh, independent horror movie. came out uh, this... Well, it streamed this year. came out late last year. premiered at South by Southwest. Um, I was admittedly initially attracted to it because the main character in the film is played by CM Punk, or Philip Brooks is his real name. Former pro wrestler, former MMA fighter, now apparently an actor. And, and you know, when you're a wrestler, obviously part of that is, you know, cutting the promos in front of the crowd, yada, yada. So it is almost like a stage play. So I knew he at least could, in theory, act. But this, like, a film is a much different animal, so I was very curious to see how he was going to do here. And I think he actually did pretty well for his first starring role. There was a couple of weird moments where you're like, uh, you probably could have punched that up a little more in terms of emotion, but... I got... I don't know if this is if this is going to make sense to people, but I kind of got Bruce Campbell vibes from him at certain points. Yeah, but it was... And the, the outfits, too, I think, helped. Because yeah. he was very, like, ash and, like, the, the blue... Yeah button-up shirt with a belt and slacks. Yeah, and just the way he kind of emotes or sort of doesn't at times. <laughs> it, it didn't seem like... How dare you? Bruce Campbell well, is this generation's greatest. I, I do, you know, so nothing against Bruce Campbell, but in, you know, when he's playing Ash, at least... I'm gonna, That's definitely his most lively is when he's Ash. Yeah. And, I don't know, that Elvis one. Oh, Bubba yeah. Hotep? Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. So it's not that like he's not emoting or something, but it's like uh, the acting in this movie, CM Punk, Mr. Punk, he was <laughs> yes. very... Mr. Punk only. Like, over the top, and the his primary emotion was rage, yes. I think, most of that, the time. A lot of wrestlers who start acting talk about that difficulty of reining themselves in mm-hmm. because they're used to they're used to having to emote everything to like a crowd yeah. of 10,000 people right. you gotta hit the cheap seats every time Right. a lot of wrestlers talk about having the opposite problem where they have to, to really dial it back in and, and act like a normal human being. Yeah, that definitely makes sense yeah, but so I think he, I, I agree with you though, I think he did a really good job uh, for like being, you know, dipping his toes into real acting quote unquote real acting yeah right yeah yeah i i mean i had a decent amount of faith in him there's mm-hmm. a lot of like wrestlers who go into acting and they usually do a pretty good job i'm thinking of a handful of people right now but i'm not going to embarrass myself in case <laughs> i get names wrong so um yeah i i just for me there were some of those pauses where i was like that's very like theatrical yeah. Yeah. like if we were at a play or at a wrestling match that'd be yeah. perfect but like for acting you just wish like they would have cut that scene a little closer yeah. but you know it's almost yeah. like he's because he's I think in his head he's still waiting for like the crowd response yeah of, like right. the boo or the cheer or whatever <laughs> yeah. and he's like in his head he's like and he's, he's yeah. can't snap out of that quite right. yet right yeah. but I feel like I don't know you could you could see I want to say you could almost tell certain scenes were filmed later because there's like a confidence difference mm. if that makes sense but yeah I can see that yeah mm. It's uh, obviously we don't know what order they shot everything, but yeah, you can certainly tell in some of some of his scenes he's like, okay, I got this now, and 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 those pauses and stuff like that were a lot less prominent. Right. Yeah. Well, and when I said too that like his emoting at times was sort of 
stiff but also sort of over the top i feel like that fit perfectly with the movie so it that's not a critique i think that's just sort of a, a almost like a stylistic choice with the movie yeah, totally to be a little bit over the top at no, times because totally. this movie gets pretty bonkers yes so. Well, so let's actually talk about what the movie actually is <laughs> yeah. about instead of mr punk's <laughs> yes mr punk's acting abilities yeah. um, can i just say i like that they let him have his tattoos that's yeah, yeah I get for sure fun. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts with we see this this rundown as as Carrie put it American Gothic house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah clearly it needs a, a lot of work. Um, and front door opens. CM Punk is sitting there with his bag of tools and a cooler full of beer and his dog. Well, there's also disgusting puddles. And oh things God! On the walls. So disgusting things. And, yeah, it's um, so gross. So, obviously, he has bought this house and is going to start renovating it, and I thought, you fool, because this is clearly much more work than one man can do by himself. Um, He begins his project almost immediately. We see him, him, there's this gross black stain in the wall, which he puts his hand into. It's like rotten wall. Like, literally just a rotten black spot in the wall. It looks like black mold, and I'm like, why would you put your hand in that? just stick your ungloved hand right in the goop. Yes. Oh. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, I know where this movie's going. There's going to be a lot of goop touching. Yeah. Yes. There was a you lot were of goop. Not wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, so he goes up, he's messing around with that wall downstairs, and the dog is running around upstairs. And the dog stops barking, and, and you know, it's wagging, and uh, just pauses in front of this one room, and it's like, okay, that's the room with the ghost. <laughs> um,. Can There's we say also that, that dog did such a good job. Yeah, he, he got his own credit job. at the start of the movie. He did such a good job. It was uh, Riker I'm as keep, Cooper. I'm gonna oh, keep talking yeah. in my dog voice. He did such a good job. <laughs> did you guys notice that there's like a thing with horror movies and German Shepherds? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, never mind then. No, like right. uh, you see Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. German Shepherd in that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I always go back to uh, the thing, obviously, yes. where the, just the dog kind of creeps around and stares at stuff all creepily. Dog finds ghost room almost immediately, mm-hmm. and a marble comes out, and that, that becomes a recurring theme throughout the movie. Uh, dog follows marble down and eats it immediately in front of CM Punk, mm-hmm. and he, he looks slightly exasperated, but I mean, if I just watch my dog swallow a very big marble, I think I would have been a little more concerned, concerned than just, oh, yeah. you're gonna have to shit that out later. Yeah. <laughs> so he's working on the house, going through his stuff, creepy broken doorbell rings and we get the neighbor lady from across the street who is like the harbinger of death because she clearly knows something is up with the house yeah and she keeps hinting to him that something is up with the house she's also the day drinking pastor she comes over with a bottle of liquor and i'm like what time of day is this it looks very early (laughs) it did so this was like 9 (laughs) a.m i did kind of get out of the movie a little and i was like carrie stop being so judgy because (laughs) i was raised protestant and i was like this is so many no-nos happening but it's fine i'm just gonna roll with it right We also skipped the giant disgusting puddle on oh, the floor like, upstairs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that had a, a used condom in it. and The dog drank uh, from that puddle. He did. Yeah. He did. Now, uh, I don't know if we were to believe the entire puddle <laughs> was, yeah. was what you would get in said used condom. Yeah, it was a white goopy puddle. And, uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was gross. <laughs> that was uh, the one that is actually one thing I really appreciate about this movie is, by and large, all the creepy effects are practical. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. gross because of that. Agreed. I think that is one of the one of the things that I just really like about it. And 
would have me recommending this movie to people who like those kind of low budget goopy movies because you don't get a lot of it <laughs> these days. I well, lo- I like goopy movies. You do. <laughs> and it we was... talk about this all the time. So I feel th- I find this is very interesting because as boys you guys were focusing on the goopy stuff and yes it was there. But as a lady, I was focusing on all this stuff that looked like vaginas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those those lights on the walls? And then there was that one that looked like a nipple in the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Like, well, can we just... I'm then, just going to say it. There's a lot of jizz in this There's movie. a lot of jizz. A lot. <laughs> a lot the house is literally dripping jizz. jizz. And, and some blood. And, and, and we blood, do find yeah. out it is a whorehouse. Yes. So, I mean... Four more. Four, yeah, sorry. Four more. Yeah. Even before we knew that, I was like, okay, there's some very <laughs> sexual things happening with this. Well, as we soon discover about <laughs> the character Don that CM Punk plays, he's got a bit of a problem when mm. it comes to the sex area. Not he, that he has a couple problems. He, he does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Don is a man who clearly does not have great control over his vices, uh, be they drink, sex, or anything in between. Yes. Um, He's fixing up the house. A bunch of creepy stuff is happening. Yeah, the stuff's leaking from the walls. The jizz. The, yeah. He goes to plug in the drill Okay. into the outlet that, that's got it coming out of I it. I was like, that is just danger 101. You don't plug anything into a wet or dripping jizz <laughs> outlet. Just in general, if there's water around an outlet or yeah, liquid, that is extremely dangerous. He also didn't have a stud finder. Right, yeah. Let's just and talk about all the dangers Oh yeah, here. he's making lots of holes in the wall. He's YouTube and stuff, which I mean, to be fair, I would be too, because sure. I'm not a handy person. But I also would not have confidence in my YouTube abilities to do a house renovation on my own. Yeah, he's his most of his work is just done with a hammer. Yeah, hammer or occasional. Power very drill. inappropriate times. He he hammers the pipes under the sink. That is oh. his his way to solve pipe problems is to hit them. Yeah, with a, tappa tappa. <laughs> yeah, what with was a he hammer. Doing that? And, that scene when the black goo just goes all over his face, uh, that was a, a dry heave for me a moment. Yeah. I thought like, <laughs> yeah. he was going to puke, and he didn't, and I was like, oh, well. well we got that we later. We did right. get it. He finally puked. Yeah. Right. And it, I feel like he puked for an appropriate reason. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, it's just, we're, and then we meet, after said black goo in face from the sink, yes. We meet his, I guess, supposed to be neighbor, he thinks. And this is when I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah is oddly attracted to him, considering he is literally covered in black slime. (laughs) Well, Uh, he's shirtless at this point. Shirtless, yes. He has taken his shirt off. He's posing with black slime on him. And, you know, CM Punk's never been the most muscular guy, but I'm like... He doesn't have dad bod, but I'm like, he doesn't look particularly in shape either. I will say, too, his his level of fitness seemed appropriate for an actual human. Yeah, yes. I liked, yeah, he's so, like a healthy, but not over the Exactly, top. Yeah. yeah. He looks like a guy who takes care of himself, but isn't, like, shredded. And, I feel right. like we need more of that. Yeah. Like, more, just more. Yeah. You heard that, gentleman out there. Yeah. As a woman, I'm saying normal bodies. It's okay yeah. to not be, like, I don't know. You don't need an eight pack. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, just be yourself. Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Just be nice. <laughs> right. Which Don was not. <laughs> so look like Don, but don't act like Don. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Sarah's creepily into him. Which honestly, if I was covered in black goo and a girl started hitting on me, I would actually be a little creeped out by I that. I was wondering that too. I was yeah. like, why is he not creeped out right now? Yeah, she's just in his backyard. Yeah, he didn't even and care. He's just like, so doesn't care. She's yeah, like, I like this house, and he's like, cool. 
Yeah, he doesn't what? care. What? What the fuck are you doing in my yard? Yeah, yeah. first of all, oh, I'm furious you? and disgusted that I'm covered in this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm adding on to that, who are you and why are you in my yard? Right. She it's wasn't wearing a bra, so that's probably why she got away I don't with think it. she ever did. She never did. <laughs> <laughs> he has this conversation, yeah, and then right after that, he daddy masters. <laughs> that is such an odd statement, but it is an accurate one. He daddy masters, and then uh, it's the next morning, and that's when he's saying. So a, a weird thing here phone. is, I was on Ben and Carrie's podcast, uh, in which Last a character, <laughs> yeah, in which a character uh, watches some. Well, he doesn't even watch porn. He just like in a Facebook page masturbates. Ex girlfriend. Yeah, he daddy masters to his ex girlfriend. <laughs> And then in this movie, immediately after getting off the phone, FaceTiming with his wife, like, I don't even know when he had the time to open the internet page, but he was just, like, on porn. Right. Immediately after that. I think it's favorite, like, a favorite. I guess. Unless he was, like, on the page, and then she FaceTimed him, and then when she got off. But either way, weird masturbation seems to be a common thing, a common theme in podcasts we've done. Yes. Um, And then, yeah, Sarah keeps weirdly popping up as he's trying to renovate this house. He keeps, like... Clearly he's into it. We see a scene where he's jogging, and he's, like, checking out ladies in the park as he runs by them. Yeah, so we're getting these clues that uh, things are, you know, he's a douchebag. Yeah, and (laughs) the thing I noticed is every time he gets on the phone or off, or sorry, off the phone with his wife, never once does he tell her that he loves her. That's true. That's true. Yeah. She says that to him, I think, once or twice, and he never says her back. Right. That is true. I like the way that his douchebagness unfolds over the course of the movie, I will say. Like, we know early on that he's got issues and he's not being honest with his wife, but it's not really until, like, really towards the very end of the movie that we understand the full, well, yeah. the full extent of yeah. what he's doing in this house and how much it's, of a shitty person he really the thing is. is. So, during one of Sarah's visits, he finally gives in and cheats on his wife with Sarah, and the dog tries to be the moral compass and barks at him. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? That's not mom. (laughs) And he throws the dog out of the room. And this, I could not fit. So I've watched this movie twice now. So when they start having sex and the dog is in the other room and we see in the mirror something is like flailing or whatever. I was trying to figure out what the hell that was. I think it's the other dead girl. Yes, but I wasn't sure if it was like... So maybe I think she's just like moving around. Like, yeah. I imagine a dance, because she kind of, like, you could see with the shadow. Like, yeah, yeah it's very odd. Yeah, like, they could do that And motion, I think that was, but... and they, they yeah. filmed that very well. Yes. Yeah. Other thing is, a lot of this movie is shot through mirrors. Yeah. Like, we'll see reflections of a thing. Yep. Right. And uh, I forgot to bring this up. The opening scene, when he opens the door, the first shot, and the camera, like, pulls back... It so reminded me of like a bad '80s horror mm-hmm. movie. Oh, totally! And they do that angle yes. a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. That's I'm actually one of the things that. that I liked about this movie too. Is it does feel like one of those '80s? I don't know what you'd call slasher them. horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's tough. Well, even they're not grindhouse necessarily, no. but yeah, just those those '80s movies that are goopy and make you feel dirty. Yeah, <laughs> and Sarah's clothes are very '80s a lot as yeah. well. Yeah. They kind of. I feel like they kind of cross in the 70s and 90s as yeah. well, yeah. but, like, yeah. most of them are pretty 80s. Well, yeah. it's funny, because Sarah dropped a line, and I only half caught it the first time I watched the movie. About being vintage? About retro. Yeah. She says, retro. Uh, he says he's going to change the wallpaper in this room to something less hideous, and she says, are you sure? It's pretty retro, and you might end up regretting it. And the second time I watched that, I'm like, oh, you're describing you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You might end up regretting it, and oh boy, does Don regret 
pit Sarah later. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Uh, so after said incident, oh, and by the way, worst husband ever, because after he oh, cheats yeah. on his wife and the dog gives him the look again, like, what the hell was that, dude? He looks at the dog and says, don't look at me like that. I earned that. I earned that. And I was like, what? That was <laughs> Pretty gross. sure there's not like a punch card system that you can build yeah. up points to have infidelity on your spouse with. Right. I feel like the only thing you can earn is like a pay raise. Yeah. And then maybe like a cheat day. You've gone to the gym for a salad month, and you want to go get that burrito that yeah, we're talking about? get that Panchitos. You deserve it. Anything mm-hmm. else? No. Yeah. No yeah. way, no. That was, that was so uncool. I, I literally just wrote the note, worst husband ever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, can I also say there is... Uh, okay, so they go to the... He goes to the bowling alley pretty early on in the movie, <laughs> yes. and the dude says something like... This house likes to eat balls or something like no, that. No, he goes the lane like the machine <laughs> yeah, likes yeah. to eat balls. Yeah. So I translated that in my brain to the house <laughs> has those little balls yeah. that are rolling around. Well, the bowling ball. And I was ball. like, there's a total pun in this movie about this house eating or oh, yeah. something going on with balls. Well, like when it's like the used machine to be eats house, so. balls and and I love then that dude, he, sa- he Gary. says, <laughs> yeah, he says straight men don't do well in that yeah house. The first one of the first so. things he says is you queer and he's like excuse me <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so i just had to i had to get that out there that there's totally some kind of pun with just balls oh yeah well and the funny thing is the bowling ball that pops out of that lane is green as are most of the marbles right so yeah weird foreshadowing what parallels. happens yeah, yeah for sure what do green balls mean I don't know. If they were blue, I would have laughed, but... <laughs> but green, oh, yeah. they should have been blue balls. That would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been much better. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been but, so good. Yeah, we just got green. I'm like, his friend Milo shows up, and we, yeah. we had heard Milo was going to show up later to help him out for the weekend for restorations. Uh, Milo shows up, and we gathered they used to work at, I guess, the same law firm together, because he asked him how the firm's doing, you know, is he still making as much money as he used to, and yada yada. Uh, Milo is clearly a much better handyman than he is because he he's shows just up. He's the best, better person. Oh, in general, yeah. He shows up with way more tools. Seems to actually know what he's yeah. doing. Oh, and after sorry, after the infidelity, uh, this little ceiling caves in in his room. Oh, yeah. And we see these creepy bleacher things, like yeah. literally like stands to watch something are above his room. Yeah, there's like a railing surround, like looking down on the room. Yeah. Yeah. Very creepy and off-putting. Totally what I want in my house when I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Milo, Milo makes a joke, like, do freaks pay more to have this put in later? Yeah. He jokes about turning into, like, a and b You can charge people an obscene yeah. amount of money. Uh, so they, they get set out to removing that, and uh, Milo is very aware of Don's problems, and, you know, he asks him at one point to not tell uh, Liz that she's drinking again, and he says, no problem, bro, bro code. And, you know, so clearly this is something that's happened yeah. before. Yeah. Oh, and then, so this is also where they go back to the oh, bowling yes. alley slash bar, and we learn that this, we officially learn that this place used to be a brothel. Yes. Because uh, he calls it, I think he just calls it. Man, he says from a penthouse to a whorehouse. That's what he says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So King it's all, all, King the, all the jizzy walls are starting to make sense now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God, please let me never live in a place that has that problem. <laughs> um, so, the next I'm, night... I'm sorry, this yeah. this reminds me of why you should do your research before you move into a house. Oh, God, yeah. Because I was like, if I saw something slimy come out of the wall, I'd be like, oh, I'm out. I don't even care. Well, Liz says that, like, something along those lines when he shows her the balcony thing, 
she's like, how did you guys miss this in the appraisal? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slime your walls, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, he tell, he asked Milo to not tell Liz about the drinking. Milo says, yeah, no problem, bro code. And um, he says he's going to make coffee. And Milo goes, oh, your assistant already did that. And Don clearly has an idea of who is, this is. Goes downstairs. Sure enough, it's Sarah. And this yeah. is when he has his big freak-out moment of telling her, like, this is my life. You don't fuck with my life. You know, it was a great night, but never come here again, yada, yada. Yep. And Milo's like, dude, what's going on? This is... He says to him later, he says something like, uh, why are you threatening a, a woman? In yeah, you know, he says, you're over, he, he says to Milo, you're overreacting. And yeah. Milo goes, you're out here threatening a woman, but yeah. I'm overreacting. Right. Yeah, so I, I very much appreciate Milo for calling out this dude's shit. Yeah, and it's clear, like, obviously he's his friend. Yeah, he's going to fudge some stuff with the guy's wife. But when he finds out that infidelity was involved, mm-hmm. that's when he's like, okay, no, not cool. Like, yeah. this, I, I can't look her in the face. Yeah. and you know lie to her about this when are you gonna stop being so selfish she's pregnant with your kid she's the one busting her ass to make sure you guys have a house yeah and so, it's it's clear at that point too that this is not the first time that this has happened because yes. milo's kind of like when are you gonna stop fucking up basically yeah uh so he says something along the lines of look uh, you know it is what it is i'll handle it if you can't handle it get out you know don't be here when i come back so he leaves with Cooper to go to the hardware store, which is odd that you took your dog to go to the hardware store. My dad it's does true. it all the time. I guess. Mm. Um, Dogs like cars. Yeah, that's true. And another marble falls down the stairs, and Milo does the classic horror movie mistake of following the creepy thing down to the basement. Down to the basement. It's always where <laughs> shit goes down. The only time you should use your basement is if there's a tornado, <laughs> if your washer is down there. If you pimp it out so you have a gem, uh-huh. but don't follow marbles. Oh yep. God, no! If the lights are if flickering, you fix them. Yeah. Um, don't let the room flood and turn into creepy. Um, we'll float too. Oh <laughs> God! Do you want to yeah. keep going? That's true. Um, so yeah, he makes tornadoes. he makes the uh, mistake of following the marble down. You see Sarah, and she says, "Do you like my trick?" So implying that it is her behind all the... I mean, impl- we kind of already had an idea it was her behind all the creepy stuff anyway. Yeah. But she's also pulling tricks. <laughs> yeah, she, as we will later learn. <laughs> um, and he says... Milo basically apologizes for Don to her and says, I'm sorry he's such a piece of shit, but you really... You can't be here. And then she just straight up whacks him in the she's, face with a hammer. Yep, she's got the hammer. And I, I thought... So, okay. I... L- all right. <laughs> There's a couple things with this, right? Uh So, one, she swings the hammer upward, and it kind of looks like it hits him in the chin like an uppercut, but then it's his eye. Yeah, it was not I was like, wait a minute. That shot the best. I feel like, yeah, all they had to do was have her swing a different way, and it would have made perfect sense, but I was like, I don't understand why they did that. The other thing is, in retrospect to kind of what this movie has to say about the moral choices and how that kind of damns you. Yeah. It's your decisions that, that create your hell or whatever they're trying to say. Milo didn't do anything to well, her. I, he yes. didn't leave, though. He didn't leave, and the thing is, yeah, I think that was really it. He knows... I think if he had immediately called Liz and told her what had happened, Milo probably wouldn't have gotten that hammer in the face. Well, if you're a ghost and you're bored and you're angry <laughs> and you're like, this person didn't do what I wanted like in five minutes, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of it too is Sarah's whole deal is Sarah 
was skipping ahead for a little mm-hmm. bit. Sarah, we find out that Sarah was the ghost of a prostitute who worked at this thing, mm-hmm. and her whole deal was like some weird BDSM whipping thing. Yeah. So I think Sarah's whole deal is now that so many men watched her suffer. Yeah. That she likes to watch men suffer because yeah. when she when she hammers Milo in the face, there's this really long shot of him trying to crawl out of the basement. Yeah. And she's just. Loop to do, traipsing along behind yeah. him, watching him, you know, true. Before she finally puts the hammer to the back of his skull and finishes him off. Yeah. So that's what I. That's at least what I thought about that. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I, so. I agree. When he when she explained it later, and it went like semi like feminist horror. Oh, that's yeah. what I was thinking as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why I said semi. It went like feminist horror. It did. Like, I don't yeah. know why I said. Scratch the semi. And yeah. I, I, yeah, well, we'll get there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So poor Milo gets the hammer to the face and then the back of the skull, and he's just dead. Yeah. Um, Don comes back. Well, sees... so before that, this is where we officially see oh, yes, the yes, other yes. girl and her. The prosthetics that they like the practical effects in this and the prosthetics on that character, fantastic. It was yes. so gross and the teeth everywhere over the and top. the weird green yeah. crystals. I couldn't tell what. I was like, is this something having to do with the way she died, or is it just weird? And I was I like, I think it's I kinda both don't, either way, care. yeah. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> the looks, movie was cool great. in that they gave you just enough for the plot to make sense, yeah. and they didn't spend, like, ten minutes at the end going, like, this is what happened to da-da-da, and this, yeah. she died like this. And they used the crystals on her eye. Or yeah, whatever. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do give you a, they do give us an explanation for the marbles, but even that, that's really quick, and, yeah. yeah. She just had marbles. That's the whole yeah. thing. That's the whole explanation. Um... So, yeah, we see her for the first time, and, yeah, the, the practical effects in this movie are great. So, yeah, Don comes back, Milo's gone. So he, he sends Milo a text, like, listen, you know, I'll make it right, I'm sorry, just don't tell Liz, I'll, I'll fix it. And Milo, he gets a text back from Milo just saying, all good. He's visibly relieved, and he keeps working on his house, and... Uh, I think this is when poor Cooper... Yeah, the dog. Poor Cooper finds his, his marble. He's the been marble. such a good boy. Yeah, I think that's why he had to go. Cooper was the one trying to steer Don towards the light. Because uh, <laughs> that was the one where I was like, why does he have to die? And then I was yeah. like, I think she's just torturing him. Yeah. Because yeah. she wants to torture him. Yeah, right. So. But yeah, he the dog has more of a conscience than, than he does, so... He's such a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Cooper in the middle of the night sees a marble go down the stairs, and he unfortunately also follows it. Cooper, I can forgive. He's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he gets to the basement, and he stares down at it, and we see Sarah's head pop up, and she just goes, hey there, handsome. Yep. And Don wakes up in the morning, and we hear the thump, 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 thump. and he, he starts yelling for Cooper. See, at first I thought you farted. When <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play it off. And then I kept hearing it. I was like, oh, okay, it's in the movie. <laughs> uh, this, I actually did like this scene, because how often have we seen in horror movies where the pet is missing? Clearly we know, like, the pet is dead. And the owner is just like, what's what going on? What, yeah. what could possibly be in the dishwasher slash dryer slash whatever, you right. know? But... Once Don gets to the bottom of the stairs and keeps hearing that noise... He knows. He, he, and, you know, I was naive. I held out maybe some hope that she just stuffed Cooper in there and we were just going to see Cooper was just trying to get out. out. <laughs> uh, but, sadly, it was not to be. It almost looked like... This may have just been, like, the puppet that they used or whatever for the effect, but it looked like the dog's head was cut off. It did, yeah. The dog did look yeah. like she had, it had been... Yeah, like, yeah, mutilated. Yeah, okay. And this is where this is where we get the thing. throw up from Don. He yeah. he opens it up and pukes. 
Yeah. Which I feel is an appropriate response. He's been, he's been holding in that puke this entire time. Because, it was uh, green and viscous. <laughs> it was disgusting. It's like your typical... That's definitely what they give actors. When oh, yeah. Just, when they're like, we need the most disgusting puke possible. And it's just like, looks like bile. It's disgusting. It Nickelodeon slime almost. Yes. Whoa. So speaking of goopy. There we go. There it is. Don finally contributed to the house in his own way. <laughs> policeman. Oh, the policeman. Much, yeah, the yeah. very next scene. Can, can I just say, alright, this is actually the one point in the movie where I am annoyed with the tropiness of it. Oh, that the cop shows up and, yeah. So, the, these movies that have a law enforcement official come over and, you know, the, the, it's like the character finally does the right thing and, and calls the police and mm. says, like, there's a problem. And the police come and they're just like, oh, yeah, this is a real problem. Well, you got a stupid dead dog, stupid. Uh, we see Don sitting alone, drinking a beer, and another marble rolls up and hits him in the foot. And when he looks up, Sarah's there. And we we get what almost seems to be a genuine moment of sincerity from Don, where he yeah. apologizes to her for not being honest about the fact when they first met that he was married, that uh, that they even had that night together, that the way he treated her after threatening her. And, you know, it, it seems like finally he's understood that what I've done, I, I basically did this to myself in a roundabout way. Um, Tom, did you buy that moment? Though? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Um, all right. it, it's definitely, well, and she, Sarah even says the same thing, like, oh, that's very nice. Did you rehearse that? Yeah. And I, I had a feeling we were getting some, some shenanigans. Yeah. And he mentions that he got her something as an apology, and if she's interested, it's in the kitchen. And she turns around, and she starts walking towards the kitchen. She says she appreciates the apology, and then wham! Hammer to the back of the head. As soon as he said, it's in the kitchen, yeah. I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is not going to go well for her. Um, I was actually trying to figure out why he picked the kitchen. I was like, why the kitchen? Cause I think because yeah. the kitchen's right next to the basement, that, which is yeah, where he took her. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, He's also a douchebag, and you know where women belong. <laughs> douchebags oh are Oh my god. In the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. Um, this movie has, you know, actually, a it's feminist funny message. you mentioned that because I think a lot of Don's problems stem from the fact that now that he has been basically disbarred from his profession, his wife is the sole breadwinner. Right. And he later says yep. something to the fact of like, I just wanted to be the man one more time. Right. Yes. Um, She's a B O S S. She is. Yes. She ref she, she literally runs her own company. Yeah. And uh, I think that's part of the reason he's so. It's a simmering resentment that never quite comes to the surface. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just yeah hits her in the back of the head with a hammer. Um, I will say though, he did play that scene very well. The, yeah. the scene, the since like the apology scene. Yeah, 100%. I was impressed with the apology scene. Yeah, I thought that was. I think that was probably filmed later as he he got some more confidence in his ability. Yeah, it was good. Um, but again, to his douchebag level. After he hits her with this hammer, it's not even like he's like, oh my god, what did I yes. do? He he immediately pulls out, like, bleach and a yep. tarp and, t you know, like, he clearly had been planning to kill her. Are you yes. supposed to put your hands in, in lie? Because he was, he had a, he Definitely was not. covered no. in lie, and I was worried for his skin. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. real bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at least we know that means he hasn't murdered people before. It's, I mean... Yeah. It's a rookie mistake, Don. Well, so, actually, that's funny, because the way that he was acting with her, I was like, this guy has done this before. Like, he was, like, just his whole demeanor, the way he's holding himself, I was like, 
he's he's murdered people before. I don't know if he's it's that or he's it's comfortable just like, with that. It's just like him being like, nope, I am building this life for myself. No one and nothing is going to get in the way of it. And I think that's maybe like some past lawyery stuff coming to the surface, like just like the, the ruthless killer kind of deal. I could see this guy having murdered. Oh yeah, I, it's just like so he's not panicked at all. No. He's just like take this dead bitch downstairs yeah. now, put her in the wall. And it's just like, the I was like, is there going to be a turn where he's actually a serial killer or something? It didn't go that route, but if we got backstory on this guy, yeah. I would not be surprised that he, you know, just ran people over and for that's, sport And that's, I think that's to show us how... <laughs> I think he's a workplace sociopath. <laughs> oh, sure. definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that's just to show us, again, how awful of a person he is. It's not like... He does. He, there, yeah, there's zero signs of remorse after he after he thinks he kills her. Yeah. He smashes her with a hammer. There's no panic. There's no like, okay, okay, I gotta do this. No, he's just like, okay, here's my tarp. Here's my stuff. Here's my. I watch a lot of true crime. <laughs> I'm gonna say I found it pretty believable. Not everyone panics right away. I think he had a mindset of like he didn't want this broad messing up his life. Oh yeah. So he's just gonna do what he had to do to get rid of her. Yeah. And then maybe later he would panic, like when his wife got there and stuff. But for now he had, as he said, a laundry list of things to do that he had yeah. to get done. Very true. true. So Very I think true. it was just another thing on the list where he didn't even have time to think about it. He was like just like filling in another hole. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> True, true story. house. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to jump on that. Um, yeah, he's throwing lye and all this other crap, which, yeah, again, not great for your skin or whatever. And his wife FaceTimes him, and he literally has to, like, angle it just so she won't see the dead body he's throwing in the, in the basement. And she says she got a text from Milo, like, saying that they needed to talk. And I, I like the way during this scene he has the camera on him, but he's... He has blood on his face, but he, yeah, he's always he turns, turns his, his yeah. yeah he turns his face away and then walks up the stairs, finds a rag, and still with his face turned wipes, wipes it. the blood yeah. off. Mm-hmm. I like the way that was done because mm-hmm. I was I, I was like, well, isn't he facetiming right now? And yeah. they addressed that, so mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, and then yeah, she says like, is everything okay with the renovation, or does he know something else that we need to talk about? And then he, he flips out and says he's just stressed and wants to get back to work and he slams the phone down and hangs up so see i to me that was him like kind of freaking out about just killing right. someone yeah, yeah a little like, bit like shit i gotta i gotta okay, take yeah. care of this i gotta do this sorry yeah. for cursing he, i love this scene where he, he freaks out screams shit rips <laughs> a cabinet door off and throws it and it like trampolines back into his face almost that was totally you could tell that was not scripted no like, that was a mistake and the director was like love it yeah, right? yeah, he's like, ah, fuck it, he storms back down, yep. and he gets down there, and Sarah is not down there. Yeah, and there's footprints in the uh, uh, lie, or whatever, yeah. that, whatever it is, yeah. She's um, walked away. Which is odd, because this happens in the middle of the night, yeah. and then we cut to the morning time. There's right. a lot of weird cuts like that. Yeah, yeah. and he's... He's just like, uh, well, I guess yeah. that dead lady is yeah, not yeah, dead. He's like, I gotta figure this out, or whatever. <laughs> um, and he starts like looking for her anywhere he can find her he goes up to the that weird creepy balcony room and he he uh busts through a section he finds is a false wall and he busts through and we see like this looks like a kid's room with all these drawings mm-hmm. and we see a bunch of marble scattered on the floor and uh like a creepy ass doll which is a, yeah. a big no-no for me uh and then he goes back downstairs gets this comically long drill bit oh that was definitely like phallic <laughs> yeah, oh yeah yeah and he just rips up the uh, wallpaper i don't know why you need to do that if you're gonna put yeah. it anyway 
But yeah, he drills into the wall and he gets this snake cam thing, basically. Yeah, where, and did, I, where I actually, did he... No, I actually love that they added, like, new technology. Yeah. I do, too. I do, too. I thought but that I, was clever. But I was like, at what point did he go to Best Buy to get that? He might have just had that in his toolbox and he never saw it. He did reference, he did reference going to the hardware He did go to the hardware store earlier. I he guess. did go to the hardware store. He does, like, he did get those cameras earlier. Yeah. He does True. like porn, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I really like the camera effect yeah. that when he's threading it in there and we're yeah. like seeing it twist through the wall and all the creepy stuff that's in yeah. there. And then we get to this clump of hair looking thing and I'm like, oh, it's going to move, it's going to... And then you have yeah. the, it's, it's the creepy it's, girl with the messed up face. He loses it, gets the hammer and just starts wailing into the wall, which now has like creepy blood and tissue behind yeah. it. And he, he smashes... It's like pulsing like yeah. a heart. It's like the heart of the house. Yeah. He smashes two holes cool. like that in there. And then he hears a scuttling down by the floor and smashes that in. And we see Milo's dead body is in the wall. Yeah. And uh, he sees uh, all the drawers start to open and slam shut. And the crazy, creepy, who in the credits is listed as the nymph. She, mm. she slithers out of one of the drawers. And a marble comes out of her mouth and goes into his leg yeah. and like burrows into his skin and starts going up his leg and he tries to cut it out with a box cutter and he can't get it and keeps going and going we see it goes up his, his abdomen and it gets to his face right by his eye <laughs> and i love this because it's like all we hear is like this Woo! like the, like when like after a grenade goes off yeah. you know in movies you get that that ringing sound where you can't yeah. hear anything yeah and he finally like pops it out through his eye yeah. which was gross the and whole... then his, his hearing comes back yeah, the the effects in that I thought again were fantastic because like in a in a movie with worse effects, it would have just been really lame CGI where it would have like crawled up and just looked like crap yeah. off his body. And um, I so, do remember that scene. So Don starts vividly. backing away, like screaming, like you know, why are you doing this to me? I think it's kind of obvious, Don. But uh, he's he's freaking out, and then we see like eighteen more marbles hit the floor and go at him, yeah. and then we cut to the wife coming into the house the next day. Yeah. And she's looking around. She can't find him. She sees the holes in the wall. She's like, "What the well, fuck can is I he say, doing?" It took her a long time to f- see those holes in the wall because she is upstairs yeah. before that, and she's like walking around. And I think I don't know. And then she yeah. finally goes like back downstairs and sees the holes in the wall. And I was like, "Okay." I mean, they did that for pacing purposes. Yeah, but um, right. <laughs> so she runs into Sarah as she comes up from the basement, and she's very clearly not happy to see this woman in her house yeah. where her husband is supposed to be and she says um uh, sarah says something along the lines of you know I, I kept pestering him to let me help and don never he couldn't say no and she says no that's not one of my husband's strong suits mm-hmm. so she's clearly aware her husband's kind of a piece of shit mm-hmm. yep and the nice pastor lady shows up and says she wants to talk to her she invites her in, but the pastor lady's like, eh, let's talk outside where there's non-ghosts who are going to kill us. And yes. it's very frustrating to me. It's such a trope of the horror movie. Like, the person who knows that the scary house is haunted, but just never comes flat out and yeah. says it. And, and again, I was sitting here the whole time being like, every preacher I ever had <laughs> did not believe in ghosts. and would have been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But True. neither um, here nor there. So, Sarah, or, um, Sarah, well, Liz goes back into the house and she just sees more creepy shit happening. Like, oh, the pulling the hair out of the drain and the eye yeah. underneath it, which I think was Don. Yeah, I thought that I was his so face. Too. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, well, fuck this. And she runs out of the house with the pastor lady across the street. And finally, after having a brief discussion about how her husband is a kind of just a fuck up, the pastor lady finally just comes flat out and says, you want my opinion? Get the fuck out of that house and never go back. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, th- thank you. Where was this at like minute yeah. 15? And then immediately we see her go back into the house. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I was kind of sad about. Yeah. If I, I'm sorry. Movie. If I saw an eye in my drain, I am not stopping to get anything like out of the burning house. Burning the house down. I am running out the door. It was like one of my childhood nightmares. Yeah. Like oh, looking God. in drains. It is like, now. It yeah, was, <laughs> for me. It was back to my childhood where you're like, what is in a drain? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, she goes back to the house, and there's a bunch of dudes in like tuxedos and suits, and, and she's just like, "What, Don? Hey. What's going on here?" <laughs> this was this was the only part of the movie where I'm like, "Really?" Yeah, because like, I open the house if I open my house door, and there's like a bunch of people I don't know just in suits. Yeah, and they, they it's not, like some creepy eyes wide shut stuff. They're right like there. not acknowledging her either. They walk into her, bump into her. Yeah, and, and I think she's... at this point I just decided to roll with it. I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm, you I'm have to, but like. There is definitely that moment where you're like, really? Yeah. Okay, this I think is for me, much. I was like, she's probably okay with it because she figured he's been drinking yeah. and he just invited a bunch of, <laughs> like, a bunch of idiots he's, over. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's throwing some kind of a party Swore here or something. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> yes. Soiree. Thank you. So yeah. she goes upstairs. But after she saw the eye, I feel like she oh, yeah. should think oh, no, something no, no, no. else is a um, A lot afoot. of people should be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> something else is afoot here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she goes upstairs and more creepy people are just milling around. A, a woman in gold body paint says, oh, the show's already started. Go to the tippy top upstairs on the third mm-hmm. floor, literally. So she goes up there, and we see that somehow the balcony is back, and there is literally no uh, ceiling anymore, mm-hmm. and you can see into their bedroom like you could have previously. And we see Sarah in like this old-timey, like, almost burlesque dancer outfit. With her tattoos. With her tattoos, yeah. Mm. Her very modern <laughs> Yes. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they're, like, right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she on her ribs. Uh, she starts, like, this dance, and then this creepy dude in a bird mask comes out, yep. and he has, like, this branch he starts whipping her with, and Liz is freaking out, and we hear the little girl laugh again, and Liz follows that laugh, and we see a girl playing in the room that Don had found earlier with the child's drawings, creepy burn mask guy comes up with a bag full of marbles and hands it to her and we hear that's my girl and it was in don's voice and i'm like is this some weird shining shit where this is like don's <laughs> been reincarnated and he's always been here or something <laughs> well, that was the first place my brain jumped to well it definitely like i mean it could have been him but the the, the guy with the mask on didn't have any tattoos no, or anything I, so I, I think a lot of it was probably apps. yeah i think a lot of it was probably just they just didn't want to have dub in a new actor, yeah. so they just used the line we'll hear later. Right. So uh, she starts, she goes back downstairs, and everything's back to normal. And she's like, "What is going on?" Yeah. And Sarah comes and explains, like, "This is what we used to do. We used to have the show all the time. We were super popular, and this money was coming in." Exposition moment, yes. where it's like she and just explains every single thing. About yeah. The, and yeah. Sarah mentions that the innocent girl upstairs was tortured and killed by Birdman guy. And that she was later killed by probably Birdman guy, but they never found her body, and it's somewhere in the house still. And then she attacks Liz with a box cutter. Liz barricades herself in a room. See, I thought she was gonna go for the baby. I thought that too, and I was yeah, like, Yeah, me too. Again, yeah. I watch way too much true crime. <laughs> um, Are they going after? Some people get kidnapped yeah? for just you ever their see, babies, you ever see and then the, they get them. Uh, they cut them open. You ever see the show Slasher? This is why I don't really watch yeah. true crime. Um, yeah, but too much. So she barricades herself in the room. Horror I can do true crime. And a marble that she had kicked into the closet earlier rolls back out yeah door opens and seemingly don falls out covered in cuts with the box cutter saying 
I couldn't get them all on me. See, he's just he's like riddled in, in cuts everywhere. And I love this. She yeah, she says this they're is, gonna leave my and get out, and he's like, well, it's not that easy, you know. And she's like, why not? And he goes, I fucked up again. I'm sorry. And this is when she's finally like, you know, I just fuck you. Yeah. You're, you're you're like probably gonna about to bleed to death. But I'm getting out of here. You do your own thing. It's not okay. You're yeah. a piece of shit. And then we see Don cut himself open from head to from the back of the head to the front of the face. Right down the scale. Yep, down and the pull the skin in half, and it's Sarah underneath. And she goes, Fantastic. "Good job, Liz. I really <laughs> thought you were gonna cave there for a minute." And that's so good. It was actually pretty cool. So Liz runs out, and there's marbles on the floor. And we think she falls over the railing to her death, but really she catches herself. <laughs> that was such a weird little, like, trick that they, tri- like, yeah. played on us. Because it really genuinely looks like... I think the camera starts to go it, down. It literally, yeah, it goes down. So it goes lo- like she's falling, but yeah. then we see, a lo- like, a wide shot, and she's just looking down yeah. from the top of the railing. So she, she like, runs oh, down. She just bumped into it. Yeah. She'll tippy-toppy all over. She runs down, and then as she's about to run out the door, and Carrie called this out, and I thought the same thing, you hear someone say, hey, Liz! And she stops and goes around the corner. And no, no never. Your hand was on the yeah. floor. Go, we, girl, go. And we see yeah. Milo, his face in there, like laughing at her, like, ah, whatever, yeah. creepy. And then the outlet gets pushed out, and we see hands it come like through. Yeah. She's, right. she's coming out through the wall, and we, we keep in the shot where, like, we see Liz's scared face, and then back to her coming out, Liz's scared face, back to her coming out. And then when she's, like, halfway out, it cuts to where Liz was, and it's just empty. And then the creepy weird spirit lady looks up and Liz is just a bummer with like the hammer and just goes nope bam and yeah takes yeah. her out and that was the weird goo girl who had yeah, like the, the creepy the, crystal face lady yeah crystal face and so when she gets smashed it's like she had this weird like strip where it was almost like teeth yeah, just yeah, like yeah. down her face Ugh. and that like pops open like full of goo yeah just full of black disgusting goo she and had it's, a lot of goo she yes, did lots of goo and then Sarah comes downstairs and we see her and we like oh god is this like she gonna try to kill her again right. and then they, they kind of circle each other and Sarah goes to a creepy crystal face girl and starts petting her head and, and like humming something mm-hmm. and this is where I'm like oh is this like a creepy thing of like this was her daughter right and, and like I just thought like maybe she just looked after her because yeah. she was a kid right yeah I did think it could have been her daughter. Yeah. I did. Like, I I didn't want to go there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's. I mean, it's, it's a brothel. That that's why she, I think that's why she's living up yeah. in that room. I figured. Yeah, she was someone's kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so Liz leaves, and the pastor lady sitting on the front porch like, "Hey, you did it. Good job." Yeah. And she like rightfully says, "You fucking knew that this was gonna happen." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah well, basically, those girls like I can't keep people out of this house any more than those girls can keep people out of mine." That's like that's the one part I didn't really understand. So I'm not gonna lie. Like I understand. Yeah. But like again, like being raised Baptist, I was like, what is wrong with this preacher? <laughs> so this this is where I think the movie's trying to be too clever for its own good. Uh, yeah. They're trying to you know have a moralistic uh, takeaway here where it's which they already kind of had going. Right. Yeah. House of God versus House of Sin. Yeah. I and I get I all that. But it's yeah, yeah. it's kind of heavy. It's very heavy handed and it's kind of lame. So I kind of wish that they had honestly, I think they could have just cut the pastor out completely. Yeah. Or, or, I don't think they, I think they could have retooled her as yeah. like, kind of like a, a 
almost like that joke the dog, like a way of trying to get Don to like see yeah. you're not making the best choices. But like less in on it yeah. and, and overtly. Yeah, just like, like a friendly neighbor. She's a stand in for God is what she is in mm-hmm. this in this story. Yeah. Is and, she, and, and the yeah, because the the uh, Sarah is a stand in for the devil. So it's like you, mm. that's what I mean, I'm just telling you that's what the movie's doing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's temptation or self I would say it's more like that. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say a direct Well, I'm not saying it's a one to one, but but I think it it's temptation versus salvation yeah. and that's kind of what they're doing. It's it's that's that's what and that that's, metaphor the preacher is even says she's my known families house versus their house. Yeah, the preacher even says she's known families that's lived there. Yeah. For years without any without incident. A problem, yeah. And it's it's she says it's due to the character of the people. Yeah. Carrie looks very <laughs> upset right now that <laughs> Does this make you dislike the movie more or do you just disagree with this assessment? I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> I really did not like that moment because I was like, ugh, like I really wish that I, I, I could have done without that whole scene. I think scene. I also just spaced out with the pre- I mean. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. But then we cut to a six months later. Oh, no, sorry. Liz goes back and she finds Sarah's body and they give her yeah. a proper burial and I guess we are supposed to believe that that's going to put an end to the haunting. I said at that moment, too, who paid for that funeral <laughs> service? Because she's got the a headstone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, probably. But it's just the Donation two of plate. them there looking on the grave. Okay, it's fine. But, you know, just a thought that um, funerals are not cheap. And then we cut to six months later, <laughs> and Liz is still living in that house. Which, I, I'm sorry, I don't yeah. care how much money I put into that house, I'm not living in murder I have ghost problems house. with that, yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. Yeah, yeah. so we, we see the baby in the crib that she's finally given birth to, she says, you know, after your nap, we're gonna take you to the park, she puts on a little music box and leaves, and then marbles start to fall out from a ceiling vent thing, Yep. and then we see Don's face pop up, and he says, that's my girl, and then yeah. the movie cuts out, and we hear him scream. Does this gentleman not know you're not supposed to give small items to a baby? Yeah. My first thought was, that baby's why is he joke. trying to kill this child? That, those marbles, I was immediately like, oh no, get those out of the crib. Not even because they're evil marbles, it's just because they're marbles. marbles. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, ba- like, I don't want kids, but I know yeah. some basics, uh, like, there's a little bit of basic in here. Like, yeah. I know not to put a marble next to a baby. Yeah. Um, I guess we are also to believe that now Don is the new ghost haunting the house. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, all in all, I would say, aside from some, some third act silliness, yeah. I overall really enjoy the movie. Yeah. I I agree. I think, like, I'm. it's the kind of movie that I wouldn't... I don't think I would put this in any type of favorites list or anything, but... I really appreciate this type of, you know, practical effect, really kind of balls to the wall, gross out type horror movie where it's low budget, but everything effects wise, everything horror wise, I appreciate what they're doing. And it's, it's doing some pretty, uh, subversive and gross things, but there are those moments where like with the preacher at the end and the the heavy handed metaphor where I was just kind of like, meh, could have done without it. But overall... I enjoyed it. Uh, I liked that there was, like, a feminist take to it. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah. I, no, I think you're right. Um, I mean, even Milo, when they went to the bar, was like, I'm a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> the bartender. So I liked that. Um, and I feel like that's what makes it work for me so much, too, is because, it, I don't know, it's a different take on, like, feminist horror. 
and just like even like the house is very feminine and yeah, yeah. it's yeah. oozing jizz. Um, so like, fun, yeah. fun thing is the director found this house. It was like, it is legitimately was a, like a, a rundown, disgusting house. Hmm. And he found it and the, someone was about to renovate it. And he, no, 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 and he bought it before they renovated wow. it for wow. this movie. Very cool. Yeah. He covered the walls with jizz. Yeah, I don't even know. Maybe that's just <laughs> how it was. I mean, <laughs> to, uh, to be um, fair. Um, I just want to, can I, can I just, sorry, I, I wanted to comment on... Can what, you pass me my phone real quick? Yeah. Thank I you. wanted to comment on what Carrie said about the feminist thing, too. I think that one of the things that I appreciate about this and that feminist aspect of it is that it's built into what the movie's doing. So I think where a lot of movies go wrong with, like, like saying something's feminist horror is having it just be really heavy-handed and over, yeah. over the top and, yeah. like, in dialogue. Yes. Where this movie... The, the feminist aspects of it are actually built into what the plot is doing and no one has to come outright and say like the the feminist message of the movie that's right. just what the movie's doing right but unfortunately I think they do come out and say the moralistic yes. like God stuff at yeah a and that's point. why I was and a little disappointed exactly if they if but I mean it's not my movie yeah I didn't write it so with what it was I'm just gonna focus yeah. on the parts that I really liked which were the feminist stuff. Yes. And again, even I liked the personification of the house as being female. Yeah. And then if you were right. been used by men for all those years, you're going to be oozing jizz, which is and pissed off. So speaking yes. of, the, so the first, the director uh, and one of the co-writers was Travis Stevens, who I think this was probably his first movie because I've mm. never heard of him. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Oh, it's just that's oh. what he's listed as. Yeah. Um, he wrote this with Paul Johnstone and Ben Parker, and I think for what like yeah what you said what we got which was a movie starring actors, uh, starring an actor CM Punk who is not traditionally an actor. Mm-hmm. I think he did very well. Yeah. I think for a probably a first time director slash screenwriter this came out very well yeah. and as he progresses we'll probably see him boil it down to even a, no, you know, he looks more like better. an old punk I love him who the, the director oh Travis yeah. yeah um so I think I did like their music they had yeah. too oh yeah the metal the, or the yeah the, the rock soundtrack we got was pretty bitching mm-hmm. um so yeah I think for all things considered for what I'm assuming is probably a very low budget um less experienced actors slash directing and writing, I think all in all it came together very well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I will say, my one lingering question is, okay, so she moves into the house, right? <laughs> Isn't there still the other dead guy in the wall? Milo? Milo yeah. is in the wall Milo's still. in the wall. <laughs> that was never yeah, Never addressed. So. I'm assuming that they just moved him out. Maybe, maybe he's another ghost. That, maybe uh, yeah, Milo. And, it's just gonna be Milo and Don bickering at each other hanging for eternity. out in the walls. Yeah, like every time Don tries to do something bad, Milo's there to like to like be. What are you doing, dude? Come on. Yeah. I mean, um, never know. But yeah, that was. I think that was overall a pretty good experience, yeah. food and movie wise. Yes, I would. Yeah, agree. it was fun. Yeah, yeah. You wooed us successfully. I. Uh, <laughs> so glad to hear that. I was nervous this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys for listening, and Ben, Carrie, you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So we host Last Year's Horror, which we talk about horror movies that came out the previous year. Um, we have new episodes every Tuesday, or I'm sorry, every, every other, other Tuesday. Tuesday. Let me try that one more time. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, what else? Um, so definitely that. Uh, also, we are writers, which yes. uh, is why we really like to talk about stories and movies. Uh, I do have a book out, um, but I'm just going to say you can follow me on Twitter. If you, if you follow uh, our podcast, you can find my Twitter. It's just Benjamin Alaco, and uh, you can find my book through those means. So, yeah, that's yeah. all I got. I feel like you nailed it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for being here for thank this. You. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I will be back hopefully very soon with another episode. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>